Rise with India podcast on ET Now. Good morning and thanks for listening in. Happy Monday to you. This is the daily morning update from ET Now and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 26th of July. Monsoon rains have been particularly violent in Maharashtra this year. With unprecedented rains and the resultant overflowing of various rivers, a number of areas in Ratnagiri, Kolhapur, Sangli and several other districts of the state have been inundated. The number of deaths due to flooding, landslides and other rain-related incidents in part of Maharashtra have reached 159 on Sunday and over 100 people have been reported missing. A central war room has been established at the Department of Military Affairs in the Defence Ministry for close coordination among the three wings of the armed forces for flood relief operations in Maharashtra according to the Indian Army. In business rating companies have reported the sharpest rise in June quarter upgrades bucking the trend of downgrades that has been seen since the beginning of the pandemic early last year as local companies regain a semblance of normalcy in business they've as a result been demonstrating better credit worthiness the credit ratio or the ratio of upgrades over downgrades has seen a steady rise from the first quarter of last year it stood at over 2 in the quarter ended june compared with a reading of 1.7 in the preceding quarter it had stood at 0.36 in april to june last year with just 241 upgrades compared with 662 credit downgrades simply put a ratio below 1 is indicative of a deteriorating financial health and this number that has just come out is much much better India and China are inching closer to further disengagement of troops at Ladakh with progress expected to be made at the Gogra and Hot Springs flashpoints in the next round of core commander level talks. Officials said that there has been no attempt by the People's Liberation Army to breach the agreement reached in February to withdraw troops from Pangon Tso. The Ramapa Temple at Palampat in Telangana's Warangal has been conferred the tag of UNESCO World Heritage Site according to the Culture Ministry. The temple is a 13th century engineering marvel which is named after its architect and was proposed by the government as its only nomination for the UNESCO World Heritage Site tag for the year 2019. In international news, China has announced a broad set of reforms for private education companies seeking to decrease workloads for students and overhaul a sector that it says has been hijacked by capital. The overhaul of the 100 billion dollar sector bans companies that teach school curriculums from making profits, raising capital or going public. In response on Friday several companies including Tal Education, New Oriental Education and Technology and Gautu Tech Edu all plummeted more than 50% on the stock market. Globally COVID-19 continues to pose a threat. In the US Anthony Fauci the country's top infectious disease expert said the US is moving in the wrong direction in combating a surge in Delta variant of COVID-19. Booster shots may be needed especially for the most vulnerable according to Fauci.
Meanwhile, Indonesia is extending its tightest mobility curbs for another week as cases remain high. Thousands of anti-lockdown protesters flooded into Australia's largest cities over the weekend, clashing with police and defying strict stay-at-home orders. And complacency has apparently driven an unusually deadly outbreak in Taiwan. Even in India, the number of reported cases inched higher, nearly hitting 40,000 in the 24 hours to 8 a.m. yesterday. And with that, it's over to Rohit Singh for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Rohit. How are we looking today? Good morning, Alex. There seems to be a serious attempt to take a shot at new highs, but the overall consolidation in the market has continued. We're now back near the upper end of the Nifty range. Bank Nifty has turned choppy last week and may stay so this week as well. Today, the street will digest the numbers of ITC, Reliance and ICICI Bank. All of them have posted steady numbers. Later today, L&T, Kotak and Access Bank will report numbers. Let's first talk about the active stocks this morning. Reliance clocked in sales which were in line at 1.44 lakh crore rupees for the first quarter. Geo Platform's net profit rose 45% on year but ARPUs remain flat. ITC has reported a 28% rise in Q1 net profit compared to a year ago. It is seeing a week-on-week improvement since mid-June with most markets returning to normalcy. ICICI Bank has topped expectations with a 78% rise in net profit. Numbers were driven by fee income, retail loans and lower provisions. Ambuja Cement has reported a 96% jump in consolidated profit after tax as compared to last year. JSW Steel has reported its highest ever quarterly net profit of 5,900 crore rupees against a loss last year. SBI Card has reported a 22% fall in net profit due to high delinquencies. Despite a COVID quarter, card spends have shown resilience. YesBank's net profit has quadrupled, led by a sharp rise in other income and a fall in provisions. United Spirits has clocked a profit as compared to loss last year, supported by stable input costs and a focus on productivity. On Friday, we noticed about 2,200 crore rupees worth of buying by DIIs as compared to a sell figure of 163 crore rupees by foreign investors. However, FPIs have pulled out 5,700 crore rupees worth of shares from Mendian equities this month alone. This week is important for Fed watchers as FOMC reconvenes amid inflationary pressures. The worries over Delta strain are real, but we don't know if it will continue to be a factor in the market. The Dow on Friday had topped the 35,000 level. That's all from my end. Thank you for listening in. It's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Rohit. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a lovely week ahead. The Rise with India podcast on ET Now. 